Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I am your host today, Gary, and I am welcoming other people to join me today. <laughs> oh my god. I allow them to join me. Starting with the former host, Ben. Hello, Ben. Ah, hello. Yeah, I'd like he's been replaced. <laughs> I have now been replaced. Gary will host every podcast from now on. Yes, I will even host the Moogle Go Round podcast. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> to be I fair, neither do we. That's why it's the best. I and mean, it's supposed, I to be a far- it. it's supposed to be a pharmacy podcast, but I'd say 90% of our time is talking about chicken. And That's all you need. Mostly, yeah, it's yeah, just chicken. When you talk about that podcast, all I think about is a merry-go-round, except all the animals are Moogles. That's going to be cool, though. Do you like one of those? I know you would, you creeper. I even have a Moogle Go Around official t-shirt. So. And you don't send these to us. How are we supposed to support you if you don't send this <laughs> Ben, you should have a podcast called Put the Lala in the Bucket. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God. Oh. Well, actually, thanks to Susan Sprinkles, me and... Because uh, they laugh at all our different British-named foods. So we're going we're gonna to make... Might be making a podcast about me eating British snacks and they laugh at the different names. Because for some reason, people with... find the names of our snacks funny. Yeah, for some reason, things like spotted dick sound funny. No, just like chocolates as well, like um, oh, okay. a fudge bar or um, a chomp. A, a chomp? A chomp. Yeah, a chomp bar. I wow. usually make fun of chumps. I don't eat them. Chomp. C-H-O-M-P. Oh, chomp. <laughs> chomp. Or a star okay. bar. What is happening right now? Anyways, speaking out of turn, we also have Tim. Tim oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, why do I stay home all the time? Because of this. I welcome you to the podcast. How are you today? You're such a gracious host dictator. Dictator? How am I dictating? I'm allowing you to join me. <laughs> wow, it's like you took the words right out of my explanation. <laughs> How am I a dictator? Now shine my shoes. <laughs> I'm giving you work. I'm paying you to shine my shoes. What? <laughs> Anyways, Tim, how are you today? Um, I think that's up to you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, you, I, I hear don't you know, have I, some... I am Fabius Leader. I hear you're starting a um, uh, pet homekeeping house or something. You know, uh, not by choice. Yeah, you know, we have we had. You must some look after your pets for you, Mister Leader. Yeah. Oh They're waiting for you to come get them. We're just. Housing them until you get here. <laughs> you, no, no, excuse me. You are allowing us to house them until you get yeah. here. Thank you for correcting yourself. Yeah, I didn't want to <laughs> speak out of turn. Yes, you've had some visitors, some kitties, some puppies. Let's go uh, there. A puppy, a really big dog that was kind of annoying. Did you name him Chili? Because that's what you should have done. No. My deck uh, wasn't the meme that you sent us. <laughs> My god. Uh, well, already. Uh, and also joining us after a very long hiatus and not liking us anymore. He's back to enjoy <laughs> us a little bit. The Bolt is here. Neil. Neil well, Bolt. Welcome back, man. Hello. God, it's been so long since I've talked to a microphone like this again. It's, it's kind of weird. I just haven't talked. <laughs> I just haven't talked. <laughs> All the things you have seen from me in the last few months have been in Wait. We're allowed to talk outside of podcast. When when was this happened? When I I don't. I don't know. I, I, I mean, most 
my conversations every day are, are to tell Joel to stop doing that and this and that. And yeah, so. Does it work? Do you think it works? No. 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 The reason why I'm on so many podcasts, it's the only way I'm allowed to talk. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the contract I made with Satan. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get that contract? I'm interested. I went to the World Martial Arts Tournament. He went to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I guess it would probably be easier for me to go down to Georgia, wouldn't it? Yeah. Ah, references. Well, Neil, how is the horror side of video games going? The horror side? The horror side. <laughs> the horror side. Listen. I mean, to be fair, uh, I, yeah. I heard what I wanted to hear, I think. You can get a lot of horrors no, from did. the horror side as well, so. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a very niche thing, <laughs> apart from Japanese games that are quite questionable looking. Hashtag. <laughs> Which Gary knows all about, of course. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're yeah. his favorite games. They're his favorite Mass Effect. Yeah, that's his favorite Mass Effect. <laughs> Which is his favorite <laughs> anthem. <laughs> Throw all yeah. your hands up. Anyway, oh, it, um, yeah, it's been pretty busy, really, this year. Decent because, you know, we've had kick the ear off of Resi and, you know, Death May Cry has come a bit, Vinagam and Devotion and now Sakura. There's just lots of monstery bloody stuff going on out there. It's... Actually, actually, on that note, how do you feel about Devil May Cry? I really liked it. I know you, you feel differently. But, um... Well, it's been fun having you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's a series that has been up and down for me so much and to like any of them after the first one is near on a miracle. So, yeah, it's, it's good to actually... Okay, so that's the more specific answer? Ben, how come you haven't gotten it yet? You were beyond looking forward to it. Because money. Well, this is what happens when you buy a $300 collector's edition of Final Fantasy fourteen. Look, I do a lot of giveaways as well. So, like, right now I'm giving away another fat cat. Um, I haven't gotten any fat cats. But you, you, you haven't, haven't entered them. <laughs> You said you're giving them away. You didn't say competition purposes. <laughs> I, I've given away about 100 quid's worth of mounts this month. So. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Is your other, uh, is your other competition going on right now? Oh, uh, yeah. What? Hashtag Chili's Little Stick is going on till Wednesday. <laughs> well, Thursday, I sorry. I that so fast. Yeah, if you want a chance to win a Fat Cat mount or four Aerith, one of four Aerith minions, uh, tweet me, Chili, hashtag Chili's Little Stick. At Chili's Little Stick. Dot mm-hmm. Tiny Stick. <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's get to some news, shall we? Uh, GDC was this week, saw a lot of big announcements happen, one very major announcement, which we'll get to in a little bit, but let's start with my favorite announcement, actually, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is finally happening. Foxy. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't even know how long it's been. How long has it been, Neil? Do you even know? It's been 15 years. 15 years since Bloodlines came. It was the first game to use the Source Engine before even Half-Life 2 used it. Um, Foxy boxes. <laughs> I'm super excited about this. Um, Vampire the Masquerade was a... It was a, it was pretty much like an, a single-player MMO. In a, but don't finish this sentence, Gary, until world. you pre-ordered the new Cleanser Edition. Or oh pre-ordered the pre-order edition. <laughs> or pre-ordered the Season Pass. I mean, come on, it... Uh... It's a single-player game, but there's so many pre-order bonuses for that game already. Well, this is the world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah, but... and, it, and it doesn't even have the pre-order bonus on one. I, I, I only know the game series because of um, 
little Karibo who does like Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged. Uh, and for a, a long time ago, about nine years ago, he did a series where he pretended that one of the characters from Yu-Gi-Oh! was playing the um, game. That's the only way I know about it. So I want a voice pack where little Karibo does all the voices. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But yes, Borderlands 2 uh, set in Seattle, uh, modern day Seattle. It, it pretty much allows you to be a vampire and have badass powers and multiple dialogue choices. It really, at the time, even when Borderlands came out, was very, was I guess, push, push, it was pushing boundaries before Bioware even came close to it, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, very good announcements coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One. No switch, I believe. Yeah. Neil, you're a fan, right? Yeah, well, I love vampire games in general. Yes. So. How do you feel about this? Uh, just uh, something set in a more modern day setting is lovely to see. Uh, it just because it's got the kind of blade feel to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys, really looking over the trailer, uh, that one woman looks a lot like Christina Hendricks, she? Um, yes, in various departments. <laughs> did you did you ever Crazy. play the original Borderlands? Yeah, way back then. But this is like mm. yeah, I was I was very much doing PC gaming a lot, and so yeah, it naturally came up. I I didn't probably make as big a deal of it as most, but yeah, I thought it was very good. Yeah, yeah it's good. I know, like I said, vampire games come as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, as long as they don't sparkle in the sunlight, we're oh, good. I want to sparkle. I was just about to. Ask I know you do. Fine with a Twilight game. No, I would not be fine with the Twilight game. <laughs> How about you, Daniel? Hey, the Twilight game would be great because then you could choose between werewolves or vampires. So it's a t- game for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a yiffing good time. Also, I always go, always go with the werewolf because the vampire is just cold. Oh, but anyways, uh, Bloodlines 2 is actually the third game in the franchise. The first one was just Vampire the Masquerade, which was a isometric point-and-click RPG. With foxy boxes. It's uh, also, this title, this title is the anti-SEO title of all time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true. This is true. It's being developed by Paradox Interactive. Uh, some questionable stuff from people on that one. I'm fine with it. Um, I think they've done some pretty good stuff in the past. So, Like what? Oh, Pillars of Eternity, they ported that to consoles. Didn't uh, they do uh, Stellaris as well? Yes, they did Stellaris, Surviving Mars. They ported uh, City Skylines, I believe, to consoles as well. Uh, they're, um, I've been they're seeing in... Eric complain about Surviving Mars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they did the hot and awesome PS3 shooter, Lead and Gold, Gangs of the Wild West. Uh-huh. Never <laughs> Man, so and, many people remember that game. And City, <laughs> don't forget, of course, uh, City Skylines as well. They did that. Yes, yes, yes. City Skylines. They can't complain. I think they've got a decent. Bunch a of very. Games. They have a very. Um, varied. Vast. Yeah, very varied. Sorry. <laughs> a very particular set of skills. Yeah, well, they're, they're not just focused on one type of game. Like they've done something and everything. Yeah, they played. They played. They uh, obviously also behind JP's favorite thing, Mountain Blade Warband as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's hard up on that. Given how that, I mean, he's hard and up. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. it'd be a bit awkward if you were hard, but down. That would just be weird. Well, it depends on how you're standing. Yeah, yeah true, I guess. But uh, but it's more like straight ahead. <laughs> well, not everybody's the same, Ben. <laughs> Some people have weird bends. Man, why, why do I even breathe right now? It's Anyways, Vampire yeah. the Masquerade coming in 2020. I will it's probably going it. to be a PS5 game as well, so forward to that. I will buy it. Uh, yeah. Um, other cool news, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, yeah. announced Noob Cybot as a playable character coming. Yeah. I'm just missing one more, Hormack, and they're going to have my dream team of characters in that game. He so was in the leak, wasn't it, Noob? He was what? He was in the leak, Noob Cybot, wasn't he? He was in the leak, yes. And he looks awesome in this game. He even has the coolest voice, too. Nice. I love it. I yeah, love it. I, I still think, because they showed some of those like, artwork, in the, I still think the leak artwork was just placeholders. Well, maybe. He has a really cool fatality, too. I don't know if you guys saw He like, no, cuts the dude's like, gut open, and then he puts his shadow inside the guy, and his shadow crawls out of his body. It's fucking awesome. Um, but yes, Noob Cybot is confirmed. All they need is Ermac, and my dream team for Mortal Kombat 11 will be complete. They also announced the first DLC character is coming in Shang Tsung, who Aww. is modeled who is modeled after the actor who played him in the first Mortal Kombat movie. And he's also doing the voice. I forget his name, unfortunately. I was hoping it was Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Oh my god, Shaggy, it's never gonna happen, man. Just <laughs> stop. Dude, He's too overpowered for that game. True. I don't even know why people want this shit. Because they complained, they complained about the DC Comics version of the Scooby Doo comics they're doing, but Mortal Kombat's okay. Because <laughs> he's, over, he's overpowered. Well, they don't want the Scooby Doo gang in. The, you know, they just want Shaggy. I'd rather have Scooby Doo as Crypto. <laughs> I'd rather play as a living meme. I'll be honest; it'd be cool if um, they had a skin for, yeah. Crypto skin well, where it's Scooby. That would have been cool. I don't want to wear Scooby skin. That's weird. <laughs> You'll wear his skin. None of it, None of it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. A new Yakuza game is coming, this Yay. time without Kazuma Kiryu. Yakuza. It stars Ichiban Kasuga. Amen. Oh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that, Neil? Lipstick for men. Yeah, Ichiban. Yeah. Lipstick for men. <laughs> it is. That's the character's Ichiban Kasuga. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a Friends, friends reference, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, right. when Joey, Joey goes to Japan and gets the, where's that blue lipstick. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Ichiban mm-hmm. for men. It's also a beer, which also, <laughs> also managed to prompt me to say that very phrase as well. The but yes, you know. this is the next entry in the Yakuza game. I don't think it's a spinoff. I think this is an actual continuation. Uh, Ichiban uh, starred in his own game before in the Yakuza free-to-play online game that released for PC and mobile games. So I guess people liked him so much, he's getting his own core Yakuza game. I kind of hope they have him with like advertised lipstick just as a reference. Even though they probably won't know it in the, in, in Sega. Uh, friends is actually pretty big in Japan, so... Sweet, that'd be amazing then. <laughs> Everybody has friends. This is yeah. true. This I, is true. I, it's, one, it's one of the only reasons why I subscribe to Netflix. Good on you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, just just so you know, by the way, Ichiban means number one. So ah. uh, that's. So <laughs> Thanks for looking that up for us, man. <laughs> he just knows. I just know. I he knows he's number one, so he knows. When I found oh, it was Dom Chair as well. <laughs> when I found it on beer, I thought it has to mean something. So, you know, and there you go. He's, uh, Thank you, beer, animal. for teaching us. See? <laughs> beer taught us a lesson. To drink oh, beer. man. <laughs> Please don't if drink beer if you're So, drink. yes. Look forward to another Yakuza. They're just popping those out left and right, man. That could be about anime, noodles, beer, or friends. That's all we it know. could be about anything at this point. You mean it's going to be all of them because Yakuza? Wait, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In addition, I have just found this out. It could also be an Atlanta, Georgia hip-hop record label. <laughs> That's all you need. Man, I can't wait for that crossover. <laughs> I just hope, I just hope uh, Donald Glover's involved. <laughs> I'm glad that have a, a Did you add? Uh, uh, right. Wow. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Control has a release date. That's Remedy's new game coming out August 27th. It was at GDC. I've been hearing a lot of positive stuff about Control. I always had faith in Remedy. I've enjoyed everything they've done. Yes, even uh, the, the, the Microsoft game, Quantum Break, I think it's called. Quantum Break. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say quantum leap, but that's not a completely different. I, 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 I bought it on PC. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have any problems with it. Like, I think the so pro- one did, of the problems so. people had was the install size, really. Because I, on Xbox, yeah. it ended up being like 100 gig. I think, well, that's because they had a live action cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I think also because it was, um, you know, it was a great white hope of yeah. Xbox. And it, you know... It wasn't good Everything's enough. the great white hop with Xbox. Oh, look. That, uh, Crackdown 3 is coming out soon, everyone. Everyone get... Uh, oh, boy. Let's not talk about Crackdown 3, man. It's a game by Rare, but it's not really. <laughs> but get excited anyway. It has, uh, it has a pirate game with no levels and no enemies. Just, just as an aside, I hate Sea of Thieves, having played it. It's a... <laughs> It's so aimless and stupid and petty. That's good, huh? And people are fucking wankers on it as well. It's just, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. Yo, pirate... ho, ho, a pirate's life that I'm waiting for the Ubisoft game. Not for oh. me, that's for sure. But yes, uh, Control is a third-person action adventure game that takes place inside the Federal Bureau of Control. It's a government, secretive government agency that is being attacked by some otherworldly force. So expect some crazy shit to go down. If you've seen the trailer, there's a lot of crazy shit going down in those trailers. But I am super stoked for it because Remedy has never let me down and they need to release Alan Wake for every console in existence because that game needs more love. No, it doesn't, but okay. God damn it, Ben! (laughs) It doesn't have confetti, so Ben doesn't care. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't have confetti. Enemies you can kill with confetti. Why would I care? That's the only reason he cares about Sekiro now. Yeah, I heard it has confetti. That you don't use to kill people with. Yeah, but... Shadows throw confetti. Yeah. Anyways. Thing. Anyways. Even this Monday, this Monday, March 25th, tomorrow. So it's, this is going to already happen. State of Play is coming. Sony's... Wait, you skipped the Nintendo Stadia. You skipped the Stadia at game the GCC. Uh, we'll get to it. Oh. Okay. Want... <laughs> we'll get to it, man. 
It's a juicy topic. You're that's the that's the big juicy topic, man. Yeah, state of play. <laughs> Sony's Nintendo Direct. So they're not going to E3. They haven't announced any big showcase that they're doing this year so far. So this just came out of nowhere. Um, what are you guys expecting? Nothing. Sony to present stuff. Nothing. You don't expect them to show anything, man. No, I expect well, them to show off Days Gone, Dreams, um, maybe a bit of Last of Us 2 news, and maybe some, some small game announced. Well, we know there's a, there might be firmware news as well. So, there's oh, wow. that. so that could be that. That could be anything to do with Plus, perhaps, because you know, yeah. Plus has to get announced this week. So, Give yeah. me now with Plus and we'll talk. Yes, do. Though, to be honest, at the minute I'm paying what, nine quid for now. About for, now. for now? Yeah, well, for now. Well, people worked out it's about nine quid because the $100 deal was permanent now. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. They, oh, it is permanent? They put an offer in like, early, a few months ago, where you could just have like, you pay nine, nine, nine pounds. Yeah. yeah. But I've heard the $100 is permanent now, so. Which was luckily just about the time that Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 yeah. were. I've been up here. <laughs> I only found out today myself, so I'd... I love how all uh, that context set in. That, that worked well. Yes, yeah, so the, the first episode will showcase upcoming PS4 and PSVR software, including new trailers, new game announcements, and new gameplay footage. Oh, day is gone, probably. If, they're not going to do a whole show on one game, Ben. No, <laughs> why not? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's going to be what the new footage is going to be. I don't think they're going to show anything of Gone, to be honest with you. I think this is going to showcase a lot of PSVR games that are coming out, uh, particularly uh, the 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 London shooting one. I don't remember what it's called. We'll call it Bang Bang for now. Anyways, um, the getaway probably get a <laughs> probably get a release date for that game. Um, are we going to get a Dreams release date? Do you think? Oh, we got it. We got it now. Wait, had... Well, no, because you've got the Dreams Early Access release date they'll be announcing, remember? That's Early Access. I'm talking about the actual launch of the game. No, because the whole they, they, we haven't even had the Early Access yet. So So they're not going to announce an actual release date for the game? Well, no, I because like the Early Access is being both. released so that um, people can make content. Also, I'm getting feedback from someone. So what you're saying, Ben, is this is going to be an Early Access like every other early access game is in early access for. Well, no, because you can only buy us. Remember, there's only a certain amount of purchases you can make of early access. Exactly, uh, that's what I'm saying. Are we going to get an actual firm release date for the game rather than just an early access release? Uh, well, we get. Well, we know the early access is coming out. And it's thirty dollars. Um, so we'll get a release date for that, and then we'll get an amount that they're going to sell, yeah. and then I think the next day of the play or whatever we'll have the release date. Because the early access so, is to for people to make content for people to play. So how are they going to determine how many people get it? This is where oh, there's only thirty thousand people who's going to get in this, and first come, first serve. Yeah, that's what it says. It's fucking it's terrible. It's whoever's throwing the most confetti in second. <laughs> that that's absolutely. It's like they want the game to fail. That to me, that sounds like a failure to me. Yeah, there's a sign up page way. on the first. It's an absolute failure. I think they'll know. Yeah. What sort of people they want for. And it will be the people who will not just you know, just play around with it for 10 minutes and then yeah, forget they'll about get, it. The people who make, make content in the beta and alpha will probably get um, priority access. And then yeah. after that, it'll be first come, first serve. Crazy. 
And the press, I'd imagine, as well. So. Yeah. I don't know about the yeah. press because um... I, I don't I don't think anything besides a full release date for this actual game is gonna be good enough for me at this point from Dreams. I don't I don't did you not see some of the word of mouth that came later alone? It's like I, I speak from personal experience here. When we put out the um story about the dead space thing that someone had made in that game, mm-hmm. uh, that that was on fire, you know, that people were seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. And even though it was only a short bit of that game it showed the possibility of it so well. And yeah. that, I think, is what will happen with this next phase, because it will be open. People will get to see everything shared. Uh, you know, so it will, yeah, it's going to blow some minds again. And, it, and social media is going to do so much for the dreams, yeah. I think. It will. Hashtag. But yeah, early access, then once, the, I don't think press are going to get into early access, at least right away. Mm, well, somewhere. Because the whole point of the early access is for them to make, <laughs> for people to make content for other people to play. That's like saying, oh, we're not doing review copies and then sending review copies to people a week in advance. But this no, I, I feel Sorry, like guys. what's going to happen is early access will launch on whenever date. Two weeks after early access, press will get access. And then two weeks after that, it'll be retail. Hmm. That way, they'll let the, that way that the press will have some stuff to play around with because the content creators will have made stuff, and then the, they they've got time to make stuff themselves and try out the content. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Like I said, I don't see that no press would get it. Oh, there'll be some press, but yeah, a select few. Yes. Yeah, so ones that have shown like content creation and love of the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what else? What else could we possibly see? Um, the name change thing. Maybe I'll have an update on that and a new way of doing it. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think they should even launch it. I think they should be a PS5. Like the next console, should just let you do it. I oh, feel yeah. like at this rate, it might there's, be there's no point of doing it now because all the bugs and issues with it. I feel like that's going to be a big selling point for five. Um, but yeah, I think they will announce some kind of change to plus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in terms of doing it because. Yeah. On that note, on that note, as somebody who gives a shit about his trophies, I want to know exactly what infrastructure issues keep it from working. I want to know exactly, like, because it's basically just information that they keep stored Hmm. on a database. I I want to know exactly why it's such such an issue to convert it over if your name is changed. I want to know exactly why. Well, if they're not willing to do this, it's not good enough for me. I think everything about the PS3 ended up being more complicated than it should have been. And this is clearly another one of those things that they didn't think about the future with. It's like the reason why PS3 didn't launch with DLC, because DLC was such a hassle. And I think this is it. What you have to say about Microsoft is they're in that business of usernames and shit like that. that, That's it. Mo, you know they know what to do there. You mean MS? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas Sony, you know, Sony don't really deal with that, and so that will naturally be behind. But I think next gen, they've learned a lot of those things. In the last couple of gen, yeah, I, I think they'll get around to doing something proper. So yeah, it's. They better. Do. I want to change my name, but I don't want to lose my trophies. Well, it's only a I mean, chance, isn't it, to lose some of them? Yeah. I don't like the word chance because when it comes to RNG, I might as well just shove it up my ass. 
Why do you I think I didn't change my name? Because because um, I had you know I had the chance because I was in the beta. Um, I didn't change my name because um, my Final Fantasy fourteen username is based on my PSN ID, uh-huh. and I well, didn't want to change it just in case there was a issue with that. Makes sense. So. Hmm. Definitely need a change for PS Plus now that we're only getting two games, apparently. Um, At first, I was like, if we get two games, I'm hoping that they're going to be, you know, bigger titles. But then they announced the first two games and they're remasters. (laughs) Well, they're pretty big games, really, compared to some stuff we've got. Call of Duty 4 is only big because it's an Activision game, and yeah. Activision doesn't ever give anything away for free. Yeah, that's still pretty um, big. I, I it's think... also behind roadblocks and shit and repurchases for and a And it, it's still a remaster, man. Yeah. I don't care how you look at it. It's a remaster. Fair, Jerry, that is probably the cheapest it's been on any console for the last 10 years. So. Uh, yeah. Hitman. I, we got the whole of Season 1. Which is a bargain. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, but yeah. when you look at it, when you realize you can buy Hitman 2 and get the first game for free with it. Well, no, no. If you have the first game. Yeah, yeah you have to have the first game to get in Hitman 2. Uh, so, so basically, you're getting the season pass, if you will, yeah. for Hitman 3 if you want to get Hitman 2. So, And it makes all those levels from that game better as well because it adds a few of the new things that are in Hitman 2. And you, you you had to buy Hitman Two as well. By the way, with that sentence, this man this is free. Yeah. Which you know, buy Hitman Two because Hitman Two is fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do again hope they add something to it besides just two games now. I don't think because we're gonna get much. I'd, I'd rather get my PS3 back, even though I don't even play the PS3. I don't yeah, think we're going to get it. much because either we're going to get some bigger titles from from now on, or we might get uh, a couple more smaller titles. But the main the main reason why they got rid of the PS3 and Vita stuff probably is to get ready for PS5. That way they'll have PS5 and PS4 titles. It's also just counterproductive to PS Now if they let you have access to PS3 titles constantly. It's like if yeah. they had the whole library free, it's taken a little away, not much. Um, they want now to keep being prominent. As much as no one really talks about it, PS Now is a success. Yeah, it's the biggest streaming service there is. It even sells more than Game Pass. Which, you know, when we talk about something else later, it's like people are very quick to dismiss the idea of, oh, if you don't have this internet, don't have that, nobody will care. It's like, well, PS Now is, by all means and purposes, a bit shit in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. But lots and lots of people tolerate that and still yeah. do it. So that's better than that, even if it is a spotty now and again, people will eat it up. But what if it goes down for three minutes, Neil? What will I do? Well, probably the same <laughs> thing I'll do when the game crashes on me for three minutes. <laughs> well, you can also wank. download games now, right? But, uh, PS, oh, yes, yeah, you, you can, can download, download PS4 games. And so PS2. Not, not the ones that matter. That's for sure. Well, pretty much, yeah, and PS2 games that are available on PS4. Womp, womp. Yes, let's... Just sorry, just what I do like, actually, about PS Now, when it comes to playing certain games uh, like that, uh, is like, for, when I was playing Metal Gear Solid 2, because the visuals look that little bit scuzzier anyway, because of the streaming, 
it kind of reminds me of playing it on the PS2 rather than the PS3. Mm, I, like, I, like, I like that about it. Yeah, it, it just fits. <laughs> Go play in that SD resolutions. Ah, beautiful game. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that that game's in 60 frames. Mm. It's always been in 60 frames, and I, I remember Whoa. spending hours when I was young. It would have uh, been 60 frames here. Um, just spinning around in circles and loving how beautiful it was. Yeah, we didn't get the 60 frames the first time around. I think it was... Uh, 50 frames. In, yeah, I think it was the next version that did better, but yeah. Because yeah. the PS2, like everything back then was SD and um, standard definition I mean, televisions in England were capped at 50, 50 frames that's per right. second. That was part of the issue with Jack and Dexter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the oh, PS1 God. Classic. The Vita version can't even make 30, so it's like, yeah. geez. Oh, man. But yeah. I still fucking... <laughs> Did you know there's a really... I platinum two because I can get it done in like 15 minutes. Oh, the old uh, glitchy glitches and cheats stuff, isn't it? It's like, Did, you... Did you know that there's a debug mode that someone found for the PS4? That's... Oh, yeah. Well... Where you can get all the, all the trophies instantly. Yeah, yeah that's what I did. Uh, so... I found that Literally a day after I just platinum. So pretty much I shouldn't count your platinum trophy for any game. Any game, yeah, because that's how I got all my platinum scary ass. I said that game. Listen to what I'm saying. That game. What are you saying? Oh my god. <laughs> so I need it's to right. download Jack and Dax and work out how to do it because I only need a couple of trophies. It's right, Tim. You can have one of the four platinums I have for Jack and Dax. Yes. I gotta get three yeah. done. And then two done again. I hate to. I don't hate it, but it's just yeah. No, I, I understand. It's 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 close to definitely quite two in terms. Why did you mess with what was fine? <laughs> just I, I prepared for what you were doing. You uh, know, on that note of Devil May Cry two, playing five makes me want to go back and play all the other ones. Like hmm. three. Well, I didn't. Even, I finished uh, the original again recently, so I don't know. It was fresh in my mind. I think it just. Mind of is that in a lot of ways. How did it feel after a billion years? Uh, I I liken its flaws now to watching a really scuzzy eighties schlocky movie where the acting's all cheesy and the effects are a bit iffy here and there, but it's just got so much fucking charisma that you're like, Oh man, I love this. It's like a if someone discovered it today it'd be like a cult hit. Well like Evil Dead? Yeah. It, yeah, it's almost like Evil Dead levels of the scuzziness, you know, it, it works for what it is. It doesn't help that you know the remasters have the shit old cutscenes and they haven't been sharpened up at all. So that when you go from the game to the cutscenes, it's like, oh Jesus Christ, my eyes are back in two thousand and one. It's <laughs> yeah, what it, year is it? But God, yeah, I, I've finished that game so many. I've finished it twice on PS4. It just, <laughs> I love playing through that game. It just. Damn, goofy. So when Dante's all goofy and devil, it's just like, ah, this is the Dante I love. The, the Dante that just says stupid shit and does stupid shit that's not quite appropriate. That's the best Dante. Well, how did you feel about um, the, the rinse and repeat fights from DMC? In so say that again, I didn't hear you quite. How did you like the rinse and repeat fights in five from DMC? Again, this is it. It's one of those things in the series, I think. It just keeps happening. They just have this callback to the, uh, to that whole system. Uh, which, yeah, if if the game's decent enough, then it is. But yeah, when it's 
two or four. It's, um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally weird though how Nero was just basically Dante DMC though. And that was that was very, very odd. Thank you, you look, for saying that. You <laughs> look like the main character from I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, it's not just like how he looked either, is it how he acted. He was pretty much that guy. Mm -hmm. At the end non conforming <laughs> as can be. Yeah. But also super respectful to his woman. So, you know, good guy Nero. <laughs> uh, alrighty, shall we move on then? Yes. Yes, so the big news that came out of GDC was Google's insertion into the gaming industry. Crazy. Sure, why not? Google is releasing their own platform, pretty much, the Stadia, which is an all-streaming video game service powered by Google and all their billions and billions of dollars. Must be um, yeah, it must be nice. I mean, the CEO came up and said he doesn't play video games except FIFA, so he knows nothing about them. But he has some powerful people behind him who do Wait. know the industry. So no wonder Google always has to make all that money because they've got to spend all that money on them premiership packs. <laughs> yes, pretty much uh, being created and, well, not being created, the head of Google Stadia, Phil Harrison, who used to be part of Sony uh, during the early PS4 days and late PS3 days. Uh, he's pretty much headlining this sucker. Uh, so he knows what's up. He knows the industry. He knows what makes it click. He believes streaming is the future, as do so many other people lately. Um, but yes, a full-on streaming service from Google. Oh, very impressive. Right? It's a very impressive streaming service from what they've shown. Um, it should, it should be. Yes, Google. Oh, yes. They're not going to go yeah. on stage and go, it's kind of shit. Please look forward to it. Yeah, we saw some crazy stuff. So essentially, it's going to be linked to your TV, your phones, your uh, tablets. It'll be using Chromecast because it'll run on Chrome. Well, yeah, for your TV. Um, yeah. But for all the other devices, as long as you have Google Chrome on there, you're good Correct. to go. So it's essentially a web browser, much I believe like Origin is. I believe Origin is a web browser as well. Well, Chrome is a web browser. You can download it now. Well, well, no, I'm talking about Stadia, man. Come on, man. No, you know what I'm talking about. Stadia runs in the standard Google Chrome browser. That's what I just said. You just said download it in the future. like you're I never said the word download. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Get oh, Chrome, man. it's the better browser. It really oh, is. God. But even, what, 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 where did that even come from, Ben? What are you <laughs> I, even talking about I right just now? want to shield Chrome. Jesus, <laughs> man. You're done. No more from you. You're done. Go get Chrome. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy Chrome Mom cast. and Dad are fighting again. <laughs> now Which I lost my train of thought. I don't I even know what to say anymore. Somebody else talk about it. Ben just broke me. Um... <laughs> I'm the daddy. <laughs> I'm pretty lukewarm about stevia, just because stevia. Yep, artificial sugar. I'm really, I'm really lukewarm about artificial sugar, just because it's not the real thing. Yeah, and I think it's always better. You never want the yeah, artificial stuff. Yeah, and I think stuff. this. I think I'm gonna call it stevia from now on because the real thing is something that I can like tangibly deal with. It makes me feel a bit pedantic saying that, but. I also like the idea of ownership. Convenience is one thing, 
But in, you know, 50 years when Google's bought out by Disney, what's going to (laughs) happen when they, you know, they don't want to, you know, provide things that have blood and guts and boobies in it? Then what what are we going to do? I don't know. Disney has, like, it's handed all... It has it's handed the porn pie, so yeah. But they, you know, they keep that hush hush, so nobody knows. They don't put it on their streaming service. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. Ah, oh, shame. <laughs> like, well, you try explaining to your kids why it's not Cinderella. Well, go look at the, why Netflix. is Mickey doing that to Minnie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Donald! No, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting his dick wet. <laughs> no, this, Donald, no. This... This goes into a conversation about ownership, and uh, as somebody who finally owns a house and finally owns a car and finally owns a PS2 again, you know, in that order, respectively, important. I <laughs> wonder where it's going to be in 20 years in terms of ownership, because even now you, you look at things like you buy it as a, a stream, but, you know, if that service goes, like, you won't have access to it anymore, and you still have to have certificate access which is basically permission for you to have it as opposed to you just owning it and granted there's a similar thing built into the discs like the actual discs for instance in this case but fuck all if they're going to come after me because of one disc yeah they yeah. can just pull it from a service and not let anybody have it anymore that's it which happens often in film and music digital uh... I mean, I'll, I'll give you this example. I, you know, I watch a lot of films on Amazon Prime Video because they have a pretty decent range of stuff if you want to go and buy stuff. But the amount of times I put stuff on a watch list because they have it, and I'll come back later and find out, oh, now it's unavailable because some other fucker has taken it onto their streaming site or service. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets ridiculous because then it's like all the stuff that you had potential to... I mean, I, it has happened a lot recently as well as more people... And more companies are making their own streaming services coming up uh, that you just can't, but not you can't even buy them. Uh, not that you can't just watch them on their, their streaming service necessarily. It's just that you can't buy them, rent them, anything. It's like, and it makes it harder. And then you have to go and search out certain films and things, you know, on eBay or whatever. And Jesus, yeah, they're, they're expensive. That's the problem, though. Um, especially with streaming right now, is that there's so many companies trying to make their own service. Um, mm. And that's eventually just going to start pushing customers away because people like unified services, like Steam. And Look how Walmart. many people are pissed that Epic came out because they can't buy their stuff on Steam. And they've had all their friends, all their other games are on Steam. Well, it's- that goes the same thing with consoles. Yeah. I- I got to tell you, it, it, it really irritates me when I'm sitting in GameStop. I mean, I could end a sentence there, but I'm going to keep going. It really irritates me when I'm in GameStop and I hear a parent say, well, they have an Xbox. How come they can't play with their friend? And then it goes on for like 20 minutes only to find out that the friend has a PlayStation. And it's going to be something that people demand, like that, that universality. And there's nothing wrong with universality. It's almost inevitable, really. Yeah. Uh, and... The danger of having so much competition, there's a benefit for competition, right? You know, like everyone is being held accountable by someone else's standards and wanting to make sure that they do well so that customers like what they're getting. But the convenience of universality is something that people are going to ultimately want just because they don't want to have to think so hard about 
consuming entertainment. And that makes me sad, one. But it's this a is thing. a little bit different in a way. It's, just, it's the amount, uh, it's not the amount that there is, it's the fact that each one has their own fee. That's what causes the issue. It's like, oh, if you want to play Super Special Bubble Blaster 2. I want to play that. You, you need to subscribe to Capcom's online service. But if you really want to play Twizzle Mc, Fizzle McWhippy Wops, you got to go to the Epic. How, how these, do you think about these games? You're just wanking? or <laughs> you got to go to the Epic's online store. <laughs> You're wanking. <laughs> That's the theme song to the one of those games. You spin me right around, baby, right, like a record, baby. But yeah, ultimately it comes down to ownership for me, and but convenience is one thing, and I it this is something that's kind of changed over the last I would say eight years since Netflix. I think it's been about eight years since Netflix went to a streaming service away from its DVDs. Yeah. And, and, you know, I could burn DVDs from them. Uh, the uh, hashtag didn't do it, I swear. And I, I, when I first got Netflix, they had MASH on it. MASH is one of my favorite shows of all time. So I was like, well, shit, I'm never getting rid of Netflix because I can watch MASH on it. And then about a year later, MASH disappeared. Yep. And I was gutted. So then I had to try to find a way to get on MASH again. And at this point, I didn't know Hulu would take. But I'm sitting here trying to find, you know, a way to own it. Because if one streaming service can get it and just, you know, lose it, it can happen to another one. Why the hell deal with it if I can just own it? But ownership takes quite a bit of money. The cheapest I was able to find it was like 40 bucks for the whole thing, which was kind of mind-boggling with a little bit of coupon work. But... The other time, it was, uh, you know, like 100 bucks at the cheapest. So, like, the customers get caught in this, this web of convenience at a decent price. And honestly, it's it's a very modest price for what it offers. You know, like, shit like my uh, Netflix and things. It's a pretty modest price for what it yeah. offers. Yeah, but it's but, when you've got a lot of companies doing modest prices, that's the issue. Yeah. You if go there's, from like, having... there's four companies that are doing... It for the same price as Netflix, then that's when it, you're like, I feel like that's when it's going to start pushing customers away, and that's why I'm worried about because yeah. uh, we've yeah. got we've got Pierce now, we've got Stadia, uh, and we've got the Project Cloud. I, I will liken it to this: um, on Amazon Prime Video alone, you can get channels, yeah. uh, which are basically subscription channels of their own that you basically what? connect to your overall account. Um, and for me, you know loving watching films as much as I do. I've got Stars Play, MGM, BFI Player, Studio Universal Classics, Arrow Video, Shudder, uh, and for the kids, Pokemon Out. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the kids, stuff. okay. Well, it ain't for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Ah, jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so there is, a, you know, each of those have their own costs and things like that. And it's just... And again, things come in, things come out. You you get a, a thing because you think, oh, I'll get this channel because it has all these things I really want to watch. And then suddenly stuff will just start going off for no reason and you don't know where it's gone or why it's gone. There's not normally even a notification to tell you it's going. 
Netflix is terrible for that. Unless you start with certain. Also, Netflix uh, is terrible at telling you when stuff is joining, because I get, I'll get, I'll get emails like Ben, my God, don't you want to go watch this? It's live now on Netflix. I had Man Free. I'm like, I saw that <laughs> four months ago. <laughs> if I could uh, just point you somewhere on that, where Twitter is concerned, I would say new on at new on Netflix UK. Yeah. Uh, they tell you every new thing that comes, and they have a, a list that tells you and tell you when stuff's going to go as nice. well. It's like it is so handy. Not that I watch Netflix much now, but well, yeah, I've like, cancelled my subscription to Netflix until Jessica Jones starts. So well, I, I, I got some bad news for you, kid. <laughs> so, I thought there was a new oh, season. They had that new season. Oh, is it out? Isn't there a third? Isn't the third no, season the final the one? Or is that done? Oh, there's a third season. There. Yeah, there's a third. There's a third season, and then that's yeah. I'm guessing that's when it gets cancelled after that. Yeah, because yeah, Disney. Now, so yeah, so but yeah, it's crazy. And another thing I noticed as well going on programs like once this is this is the real kicker. I was halfway through watching a film now once. And, you know, as I do, because time is short. You watch half of it and you know, I'll go to bed and I'll watch the rest in the morning. I did that once to find the next day, having not been told, that it left the uh, service. So if I wanted to watch the last 30 minutes of the film I was watching, I had to go and pay £3.50 to watch the rest of the film. Basically, it's like, ah, cheers. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> a warning would have been nice. <laughs> so, it's like, Sometimes they warn you, but because it's not um, used very, you know, they don't uh, look after it. And don't, I mean, there was a thing earlier this year where um, the horror film One Cut of the Dead turned up on Prime for free on the streaming service. And I was like, okay, cool, that's brilliant. Uh, it turned out it was a bootleg copy. Huh? Uh, someone had uploaded, and uh, yeah, so people watching it and cutting into the actual film, uh, the, the makers profits essentially it's pretty much almost stopped them getting a proper premiere over here for a bit oh well. i was so i was hoping that'd be funny and i was hoping like it was, well, it was really bad bootleg where uh halfway as people watch it they see people walk in front of the screen uh i mean no it's just, <laughs> this is it though. people can just go and do what they do like that with making pirate copies and upload it because there's yeah. no regulations on that side and i saw it i, I my favorite anecdote about this as a system is uh, the film Charade, which is um, a film with Cary Grant and uh, Audrey Hepburn. And it's the plot in that film, just like, you know, the twists and turns keep coming, keep coming. It's like, oh, now the thing's changed that you thought was there. Oh, now it's changed again. And I found it very apt that were about five different versions of it on <laughs> Prime. And only one of them was decent. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, needs regulation and i hope that that will be the case if they do do streaming services, yeah. that, that they regulate it because if it's anything like steam crossed with what google are trying to do oh god there can be some there's going to be you know, so much trolling anyway with the whole because remember they've got that feature where you can save a url and trade it to people yeah yeah that's going to be used for stuff yeah uh, people are the, going to the, click it and it's just going to be like root rolled instead at, yes. at the best at the best. At the nicest possible thing, it would be Rick Rolling. Because we all know what it's really going to be. <laughs> Sadly, I do. <laughs> Here, click this to find out your, what, how to get past this part of the boss. Oh, that's not yeah. the boss. Thanks, SEO. Anyway, I don't want to imagine a future where you have to have 
or different subscription services just to play the entire Metal Gear Solid saga. Yeah, oh my god. Please subscribe to Konami Online, thank you. Ew, no. Everything would be pachinko. <laughs> you have to win the pachinko game to get access <laughs> to the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't win. Play the game. I'll be honest, I'm surprised yeah. they haven't got a pachinko machine where you win copies of games in Japan. Well, they do catch over here uh, and stuff like that. There are pachinko-based machines that do similar things. So. I haven't seen a pachinko. I've never actually seen one. No? Oh, oh man. You, what, you've never played Shenmue? I mean, not in real life. Oh, yeah. That too, though. Yeah, there is stuff in real life yeah. as well. Well, I've never played Shenmue. And yeah, I've never played Shenmue. I've, I've, I've got Shenmue 3 on the way, though, when that comes out, because I paid £100. Oh, man, I just realised Hercules in, in New York is on Stars Plane. I've got to watch that. Right. <laughs> <Segway>. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, Stadia, just... it has stuff. Yeah. Unless you stuff. stream at 4K 60 from the frames... Or 8K in the future, 120 frames. For all those See, people with 8K TVs. But my understanding is, you know, obviously in the US, the internet is not that. It's shit. And over here, they promise you high speeds and, and all that, but it's not consistent. Like, I, personally, am supposed to be on 200 meg. But you tell my PlayStation that. My PlayStation will uh, regularly tell me that, no, nah, you've got... Somewhere between 25 and 75, and if there's enough of a dip between that, it'll almost act like you've uh, had your internet cut. So great. Also, <laughs> like... oh, I wish I had 200. My limit's still 74 in Scarborough. It, may, it makes a difference. I'm saying it's like you might as well have 25 for all it does because it barely uh, keeps to what it's supposed to. Well, it's like me. I I live right next to the exchange. You can wave at the exchange box from where I live. And they're like, oh, you don't live close enough to get a guaranteed speed. I'm like, I'm next to it. I'm stood on it. You're like in the dead spot. Yeah. You're so close, you're, you're out of range. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, look, I think this, I think it could work. If anyone would do it and make it work, then it's Google. But yeah. it, it reminds me very much of the... Uh, the microaggression of Microsoft back in the day, getting well, their sales yeah. industry. Well, Microsoft's doing it still as well with Project X Cloud, which is on. Yeah, this is it, and that they were banking on that being their future. Yeah. If there are two outcomes here, if Google do it, yeah, and they're better, and they're better, that fucks Microsoft over. Yeah. If Google ah! does it and they fail bad, it makes it look bad, and Microsoft probably get impacted anyway. Perfect. But I think so. Like, at least the only way I like it is the fact that it's going to the Switch from Microsoft. So you'll be able to play your Xbox games on your Switch. I don't know, but that makes Nintendo a tool. That bothers me. That makes Sony the pure one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. Pure yeah. One. I mean, yeah. not so pure that it wouldn't give away Quantic Dream stuff to well, the PC. Yeah. Well. Yeah. To be fair, it's Quantic Dream stuff. It's fine. So watch now as every PC player suddenly declares some great games are taking the piss out of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, so emotional. Uh, dear. But yeah, it could work. I worry, though, if it does work. That, that, that's my main thing. So, from what we know then, I guess a good final point would be who's going to get it from what we know? No. Not straight away. Anyway. That's for sure. Oh, because... it, it depends. If there's like a trial version, I'll jump on it straight away just to, you know. Like, I, if, I like if there's a free, like a two-week trial like first month for cheap. 
Yeah, I don't doubt it will be done cheaply uh, yeah. to get people because again, it's the American way. It's like, yeah. especially in um, the, the airy fairy world of Techland. Sell your services like you sell your drugs. The first one's free. Yeah, yeah. but the but problem is, I'm look... really good at trying the first one for free and then canceling it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you look at every yeah. you know, from that area, you know, from Silicon Valley. Yeah. It's all the idea that they'll spend infinite amounts of money that they don't really have to make stuff. In this case, though, Google do have the money uh, to build something that is, you know, well, you know, better than anything else could be put out for the same price that they're paying. And it'll do well. It'll take the market. They'll strangle the market. And then, yeah, they'll have the monopoly and they won't give a shit. I mean, you just have to look how they control YouTube. It, it's... They're here now in 2019 saying, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad that we've got these videos of the shooting going up, isn't it? We're trying, honest. It's nothing to do with the fact that our platform just allows this sort of shit to, to breed in the first place, you know, because we just let robots fucking deal with all the complaints. And that is my big worry, because Microsoft at least do do some glad handling and say, oh, they have a public face to things. You know, they say, oh, okay, look, we understand we fucked up. We do this, we'll do this. Uh, that it's not nice, it's not all sincere, but they do it. Google don't. They really don't. They very much hide behind what they're doing. Go, yeah, everything's fine. Honestly, we're just going to ignore the, the, the 100 points you've made as to why that what you, we've done is terrible. Um, we're just going to concentrate on the fact that we made a lot of money, and, and that'll do. That's it. Yeah, but those shareholders, though. It doesn't matter that you know uh, the leading guy on YouTube is a, a racist at all. It, it's fine because it's, it's working for us. Uh, we're happy and it's making us money until it, um, but honestly, when it doesn't make us money, we'll be down hard on that guy like you wouldn't believe. Honest. Uh, but yeah, mini rant. <laughs> uh, so yes, it's the way they handle things worries me sometimes. Uh, and that's, it's in a very American problem in, in terms of that. And yeah, uh, they have such a monopoly on everything. And we, I pointed out as well that whole help button system on there. There are a lot of people out there right now who it's already hard enough for freelancers to make money in, in this industry and in, in games media. And now you're going to take up away one of their biggest, most lucrative things in making guides for games because you bet your ass Google will make sure partners get top listing on everything yep. for that. And direct links to the game sales too. Yeah. So again, this is a wider problem. Everyone relying on Google is unfortunately a terrible thing anyway for that. It's like, you can't escape it. You may not do it as much as others. And it's like, I know that many sites have to survive on SEO and all that. And that's Google's fault entirely now because they've made it that you have to, otherwise you just don't get seen unless you have a, a big social media presence uh, as well. If you have a big social media, it isn't nearly as bad. But you see stuff like, you see what sites go out there and do now to get that money. Uh, they'll go and cover stuff that has nothing to do with it. Games Radar is just oh, yeah. full, of, full of shit that they don't, don't have no right covering. You know, If your name's Games Radar, you're covering games and game-related stuff. Covering or radars, they can cover radars. Covering Game of Thrones is not really anything to do with that. Not hey, it has the word game in it. Okay, they're like, okay, that will do. (laughs) Oh, we use that word. Yeah, not to the extent they do. Not to the extent where they have 
those sort of like, it's so cynical now that you can see every arc yeah. it's like oh here's descending explained here's this thing oh look here's our i mean this agrees with me with yeah. where i am it's like when you see sites like that going here's the top 20 best horror movies of all time it's like you're doing it not because you care you're doing it because it's going to get you hits and you know it's lucrative that is the only reason you don't give a shit you've got someone in write it up for you and that's it you'll update it occasionally it, it'll give you them clicks it's soulless it's horrible and it, that this is again i've pointed out on here in the past this is why microsoft have down, done so much damage to this industry because of their practices they've made online be such a force of, that it is and in, in such a negative way that it has kind of bred a lot of the horrible toxic shit that's happened since and i think google has very much ruined a lot of things in the way they have controlled you know, search well, and such. Controlled is the nice word for them. Yeah, I mean, they have the stranglehold. It's not their fault that you know, there's a shit to it, but it's like with Twitter as well. It's like yeah. if someone could make a viable solution to that, you know, the, a replacement service for it, people would be on it, but no one can. People have tried and it just doesn't work because not enough people will jump over it. It's the comfort thing, and that's what worries me with something like this, is that people could get too comfortable with it, and then that's all we've got. It's like you were saying earlier, Tim, it's like, it's fine and dandy up until they start taking away the things you want, and there's no other option. You know, this is it. We don't have anything else. And if that's the future of media in general, you know, to this day, as much I fully understand buying digital films or renting digital films or whatever, because you, you know you don't like them, you spend a few quid. That's it. You don't have to watch them again anyway, and so it doesn't matter if you. But if you really love a film, you want to buy it, and if you buy it digitally, it's just there's no guarantee you'll have it. I mean, sure, there's no guarantee you have it if it's a physical disc. You could lose it, whatever, whatever. But at least you know where it is. And it's not like the people who you bought it from will come to your house and go, "Actually, mate, we don't own the rights to that anymore. So can we have that back?" So, yeah, I mean we. We took a $350 plane ride to come here for this $10 disc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you think it would be, you know, so hard to give us the disc back? No, they're not doing it. Also, please give us the $300 and a sandwich. Yep. And your firstborn. because Google. I'd like to see someone kind of push that Americanization of the, the industry right. out of the way, but yeah. adding another one. By the way, as yeah. we're joking about that, it's not I, I really it's them one coming. One the other. If... Yeah. Sorry, Karen. Now, hello. Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft are heading that way, aren't they? But really, it's not about them coming into our room. It's about them, you know, um, like the retailers. If they've lost the, they've lost the contract. The retailers have to remove the disc from the shelves. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Activision are the worst for that because how many license games have they lost? They don't really renew the licenses. Well, nobody does because the companies in charge of the license don't want it. Disney stuff, especially, you know, where they own Marvel, it's terrible for that because you almost got valuable property at this point. Yeah. What? So our host has been very quiet. He's been having a kip while we've carried on. He's gone to play Sakuros. 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 I'm not playing anything. Welcome back. Thank you. Alrighty, shall we move on to what we've been playing then? Sure. sure. Yeah, boy. Tim, what you been playing? Sakuro. 
Final Fantasy XIV. Yay! Hey, same. <laughs> We're the same person. We are the same person. It's the film Us. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I want to see that movie really badly. Yeah, I do. I haven't got to see it yet. So hopefully soon. Well, there's also a movie kind of I don't know if it's on the same length same wavelength or not probably not but it looks interesting Lucy in the Sky yeah I don't know what you mean I mean so. you have it at Natalie Portman but it, the movie itself looks really interesting anyway um, yeah I've been playing uh, Sekiro I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 what else do I have on my bar right now oh I went back into I went into Red Dead Online for a little I haven't done that yet and it's kind of sick nasty is that, a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not down with the kids again. Come on, dude. Well, I'm really glad you're not down with the kids because that would be inappropriate. Sick means good, right? Nasty means it's good, bad? It's even better. It's even... You, the vernacular is, if something is sick, that means it's great. But if you say sick, nasty, it's like even better than that. Okay. It's like saying too cool. Uh, cool. Throw okay. cool. It's seven so wanna, sandwiches. Do you want to tell us have. about these games at all, bit? Oh, it's true. It's the dog's ball expense. <laughs> Does that help? I think, well, you know, I think there's more than one of us to be able to talk about the second row. So. I think we all played it. I'm just saying that because I want to sound cool. You do sound cool. You don't yeah. need your help. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to nod. You're like Chris Hemsworth in The Bad Times at Elf. <laughs> <sighs> No, I'm, I am, uh, it took me a very long time to not get into Sekiro because I've been immersed by this game since I started it, but mm. to really feel, quote, comfortable with it, yeah, it's taken me a long time. And it's not necessarily a fault of the game, and it's kind of a good thing because if I'm going to dictate this game as anything, it's like original Dark Souls to new Dark to old Dark Souls players because it requires it has a lot of similar mechanics but it requires so many different skill sets and response times and reactions and the the biggest thing for me that's been so tricky to get over is actually the you know that pro, that that sound prompt that pops up when you're going to do a death strike uh, yeah. which is you can do a death strike Especially at night, for me, terrible, because, you know, I don't have it quite quiet, and I'm half dead as it oh. is, so <laughs> you're just kind of relying on visually, which, you know, are there, but it's just, it, it's helpful to have the sound prompt as well. Uh, but the the part about it that really throws me off is having to, in, in Dark Souls and Demon Souls, that sound means one thing, hmm. but in Sekiro... It could mean a couple things. So yes. it's not just learning a new skill set. It's having to relearn old habits and not relearn them. It's rewiring. So when I hear that prompt, I go, oh, shit, I got to hit R1 to do the finisher. But that's not what I need to do ever. <laughs> it's either I need to jump to avoid a low attack or dodge to avoid a, you know, an, up, an upward attack. Yeah. But it also is a prompt used for doing the finisher. So I spend, you know, maybe an hour, hour and a half going around killing baddies, getting the prompt for, you know, just the R1 attack. And then I come across a general or a lieutenant or some bastard that has this humongous curvy knife that destroys my face. Mm -hmm. And 
he has a different prompt with that sound and it triggers something else. So I have to take another half second to change my thinking, tell myself no. And right around that time is when I take a blade to the face. And it's been a very big learning curve in that sense. And it's bad because it has that sign of refreshing feeling that the new, these games felt like when they were new and granted they have a lot of similarities to the other games. So a lot of this is just going to be point and click, but a lot of the more intimate points and a lot of the more complicated points are very unique and challenging in that regard. And this is something that from software could not have done with a dark Souls title. I don't think oh, they could yeah. not have made something challenging like this to old players. Yeah. Which in, is, in the dark soul setting. Is it not crazy as well? Because as challenging it is, as it is, it's accessible because yeah. it's giving you prompts constantly, whereas Dark Souls games, they didn't really give you these prompts to, to do certain things. They didn't give you markers to tell you where stuff was. Like that, it's the one time I'm kind of glad that someone like Activision is publishing because I think maybe they've ensured that they've, you know, maybe give us a pointer to tell us where the next uh, marker is here or where you need to do interact with this thing. It, it helps so much. It's still not, like, intrusive. No, and you but can't like look at a map and it says, "Hey, go here." Hey, go there. You still have yeah. to remember dialogue lines from yeah. people you've interacted with, and lines from notes you've found, and you have to look at inventory items to find places to go and interpret conversations you see along the way and things like that. It's not it's still not holding your hand, but one of the benefits to this approach is that it allows the the mythos and the pathos to come out and be more accessible to the layman instead of it being so embedded and entrenched in the game you're playing and you have to like take notes and look at wikis to find what you're looking for as even as a starting point like now you can get a piece of it and get a good idea of where it's going and then go and start somewhere else find more information in that same level of detail like, you know, like a wiki or something or you know a, a community site you have that same ability but it's more accessible now and mm. i love that part it's not so much like oh that's neat what's that oh shit uh well i guess i got to go on the internet it's more like oh look this i can connect it to this that i just found i can connect it to this and then yeah. I want to know more, so you go somewhere else for more information. It's, it's not so like I have to bend over backwards for it. It's more like I'm genuinely interested organically, and I love it. I love this approach. This yeah. needs to be a standard. And I think for me as well, because it was I, I started before launch, obviously, so guides and stuff went out, which has unfortunately been a very uh, a common the last three Souls game, you know, from games I've reviewed. Um, it's it was like that. You you have to sort of figure out stuff. And I saw guides later for like, um, you know, like the ogre fight early on. Like you're like you figure trying to figure out how to do it. You I read it, I read a guide afterwards seeing how they said it. It's like oh, I didn't do anything like that. I literally right. I literally waited a while, hid for a bit. He forgot me. I took out one health bar by stealth killing uh, killing him, and then the other one I just yeah just got away from him. Uh, jump back when he did his lunge forward and then grapple hooked onto the fucker's head and it was great it's just and i tried so many different combinations of things to get to that point and it, when i realized that i could get him to ignore me after a while if he didn't see me 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a revelation. You can't do it twice, though, just by the way. It, 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 he, he tried to do it twice. He just gets his health back. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He, he but yeah. <laughs> oh, was, I learned that shit oh, the hard way. That's, not, I, then that's that smart, lesson though. then influenced later fights as well, because, you know, where you're not contained, uh, where you could just say, well, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll sneak, stick, stick back for a bit until that guy sees me, and then, then I'll take out one health bar, and then I only have to deal with the other health bar. It's great like that. And, and yeah, that was totally organic to learn like that. It was frustrating for a bit, but I always felt like I could do it. It was tough. But I always felt like, well, yeah, I, I made a mistake. I, you know, I, for a while, I didn't learn to jump back yeah, no, when he came for the lunge in that fight. And once I did, it made that fight a lot easier. I also didn't know that I could grapple hook onto him when he did do that lunge or do other moves from a distance and get a few free shots in it. It's like, it's, yeah, you just learn things constantly. And as much as that has always been a foreign thing of, oh, okay, you, just, you die so you can learn. And that, that's the way it is. Here, it just feels like as fast and aggressive as it can be, you learn when you're at a methodical pace a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, uh, before that, there was like that mini boss, uh, you know, like the general. And for ages, I was just like, ah. Oh, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? It just nothing seemed to work. And I was being, it turned out I was being too defensive, you know? Like, and eventually you just got to just keep hitting away at him. And when he does try to hit you, you just parry back, hit back. And eventually I broke him, drove him into a corner and he couldn't attack me. It just, and just, and it was so satisfying. It felt like a sword fight, a proper sword fight. And I, I said at the time, it was almost like, a sports game, this, the way you're just having this back and forth. It's like you're on the defense, you're on the defense, like that. And back, it's, oh, and you know, I love that about Pez, where you, you can just be going back and forth, you can be dominating a fight, and then you know, you've still got to watch out for that one blow, and vice versa. You know, you could be on the defensive for a few minutes, and then you, your opportunity comes, and you could just poof, break out, take him out like that. And it's just oh, exhilarating, absolutely mm-hmm. exhilarating. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a fight later on that many people seem to have been very troubled by, and I was just like, "Is that what you were like?" Hello. Defensive skills, and it basically wins you the fight. But you're so used to thinking, "You you disappeared for a minute there." Welcome back. Yeah, it, it's amazing. But Hello. I wonder if he's having issues. Neil. But oh, sorry, do you go on? You you cut out Neil. Yeah. I wonder if he can even hear us. Because he yeah, said, what's that noise? I wonder if it's something to do with... Do, 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 do. Neil, can you hear us? Can you Can you He's hear... He's talking, but nothing's coming. Yeah. Can... No, I can hear you. Okay, welcome back. I can hear you. Yeah, I couldn't hear you either. So that went, that went wild. Snap. Can Snap. you hear Snap. the noise tonight? Hang on, just be quiet for a second. And I will uh, eradicate the problem. I think it's because the uh, charger is going. There we go. There we go. So the the middle thing on this is like a U that, if not charged, it just cuts out intermittently. I just have to go mainline, which means I've got a short pull. So if I move backwards in my seat too much, I'll end down just fine. Uh, sorry, so I cut out for a bit there, but basically. Um, after being very frustrated about those games, 
you know, both from after having that Gary's probably paying as we speak. <laughs> but like, uh, it's infamous amongst us that you know when I played Dark Souls three before launch, yeah. in such a short window of time, and greatest person at video games anyway. But to do that in that short time was just maddening. And it, at that point, I haven't even played Bloodborne at that, point, and I wanted to, but just not got around to it. And I think I that, got Bloodborne for free recently with Plus. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I, I just did, be... I, could, I could not get into Bloodborne after because it, it just ruined it. And I said before, I just I just could not get into that kind of game for so long. But this, I don't. Know, it has. Something that the demon solves about it in terms of you can just, you know, oh, you're frustrated going this way, go a different way, do a different thing. Yeah, it's fine. Ticket. And oh it's been so pleasant in that regard. It's like at one point, even early on, you you have access to several boss fights, mini bosses, really by definition. It doesn't yeah. tell you the mini boss fights. <laughs> you're, you're still thinking, well, that was a faster fight. So, how was that a mini boss? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and, boss fights but like i said some of the mini boss fights have been harder than the the main boss fight then. and I, I don't know that's just learning uh, more than anything but yeah the Uruga fight had been my big grievance early on it was just i kept having to come back to it couldn't figure out what i had to do it, it was so soaked but then yep. other fights other fights like the horse boss second time no problem well wow. uh, it's like figured out that you know the uh Firework, the firecracker thing just scares the shit out of the horse, so it's fine. So. Did you have upgrades by that point? <sighs> I can't remember. Did I? Probably. Because I had, I beat him without upgrades. It was well, rough. I, yeah, I mean, I heard like the little gossip thing saying, "Oh, well, you know, some guy was talking about how his horse was dead because it got scared by fireworks or something." I was like, "All oh, right, okay." Well, going from what I know from previous eavesdropping. Uh, this is probably a good thing to take into this boss fight. Uh, uh, yeah, and so there it was. First time I did well, I, I took him to the second half. Really, uh, just couldn't quite get past the reach he has. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, second time, second time I had nailed that fight. Good and proper. Yeah, the, the only upgrade I had at that point to the um, the use of the arm and its you know, tools. Like, which again just gives you like one extra use of at best. But it matters. It really does. You, you oh. look at it. Oh, I only get one extra whoopee like that, and then you think about it, and it's like, yeah, fucking matters. That one extra could be the difference. Mm. But yeah, I it's... just I just got my my sixth um, prosthetic upgrade, and yeah, every every time I get an upgrade, it enhances the experience it enhances the things i can do and yeah. it's not like no, there's no small upgrade no but it and equally so like even though it feels like a huge chunk into your progress in the overall scheme of things it's still a microcosm but there's so much going on and so much you can do that every sure. big chunk that you get opens up a little bit more of this greater whole and big it's, chunk it's great of uh, progression <laughs> without actually you know taking a lot of uh it takes a lot of effort but like i don't know it's a it's a really nice sense of progression without it going oh hey look you got xp oh hey look you're winning oh hey look. yeah it just feels yeah rewarding to get any little thing mm -hmm. uh, in most games you would get to get like 
here's a couple of thousand XP, doesn't do much, it's fine. And here's some shiny new gear that you don't need. Here it's like, here it's like, oh, you, you've got a gourd seed and you're like, yes, fucking seed from a melon. It doesn't matter. It's good. <laughs> so I'm happy. Tasty. I've, never been, I've never been so happy to have a seed. <laughs> Take that seed, Neil. <laughs> I've often heard how Tib gets happy when he gets his seeds. But then obviously the balance is the challenge meets you, you know, with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's all very well. You now can have three or four you know, gourds you know, to help you with your health. But yeah, you've got to find that time to use it in the fights, and they will be brutal fights as well. And I must confess that I um, I found a lot of these fights, like, particularly, I don't want to say cheesing either, but I found quite a few of these fights I've been able to get through by cheesing. That's what I mean. It feels more organic in that way that there isn't any because you're not restrained in a lot of the way that dark souls and bloodborne fights were where you here you are you're in an arena you only have whatever we've given you to work out here you can use the verticality you can you can hide you can sneak whatever as well and use your arm skills as well and each you know boss can take different things to help you against them and you may not have that equipment yet. As I found, even the yoga is a very good example early on. If you don't find that flame arm early on, firecracker arm, you will suffer in that fight because it's so helpful. You know, yep, he... That was me. <laughs> I didn't even think about using the firecracker on him. I had it. I didn't... Damn it. <laughs> it! It's crazy, isn't it? it just, you don't expect any of this. And you really have to pay attention to the detail. Uh, and, and it's crazy. I mean, my only complaint really about this game so far is just that it's more story focused, as in explain, it explains a bit more than previous uh, from games do. There's, you know, with their um, wishy-washy, this is great for anyone wanting to write articles about it because you could interpret any number of ways. Now it's more of a, yeah, yeah you are a guy and the uh, thing you're doing. I didn't really connect with the whole let's say this kid thing it, it just because they didn't give you any reason to you know it's like but well it, it these games are like, never about that though it's about no, more of just like the created mythos sure. and you kind of accepting that things are happening exactly but here it's, it's never like, about that, building that. connection sure but here it's like they put that focus on it from early on whereas in other, in other games they've never really put that focus on what you're there to do you, you just went through you kind of forget it in fairness as time goes on, but anytime it gets brought up again, you're like, figure out how to perfectly parry this motherfucker for, the, for no reason. <laughs> so, oh my god, hashtag. But I suppose that's that's to his credit, you know, you, you can get lost in the fight in the moments in this game. It's just so sprawling. It's just so wonderfully sprawling that you just, I, I was saying to you earlier before we started, you know, there's a verticality to it now where you can, you know, you're not just going a straight line, path A, path B. It's like you can go up, you can go down, you can go wherever. The agility of it all is just. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on the the, the front of the like story bits, yeah, they they've matched everything. You know, it's like it doesn't matter that you can fling yourself around on a grappling hook. There are consequences to it. You know, it, you you can get caught out in it. You can get caught out hanging from ledges and all that. Hashtag is. Are you, 
You were going to say something else, Tim? Just um, the first played Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah, where there was the... <laughs> I don't think you can. I think yeah. it's happening again. A lot of people. That was their first one. That, that's why it's special for them. Neil, Neil. For me, that was what I loved about it. I can talk whatever I want. Neil can't hear me. Controversy here. Oh, like controversy, guys. I'm commentary over his commentary. Where am I talking? Dark Souls 2 was more fun for me. Whoa, hold on a second. That's just me. He just said Dark Souls 2 was more fun. We can't let him talk anymore. Yeah, I think he's realized. I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, I can hear you. Yay, welcome back. Yeah, it did it again, so you just... You stop talking, so then somebody else will start talking, and then it pick up with you talking, <laughs> continuing. Your, and it, it was like that for like five minutes. Yeah, we, we decided <laughs> to turn into like a YouTube comment, and we were commenting over your comments. Oh, that's fine. He says uh, we, but it was really him. Yeah, it was just me. And all you said about the Dark Souls thing. Oh, that was because he said it was Dark Souls Two was better, and yeah. I just can't have that. Oh, it was, it was better than the original Dark Souls, yes. Uh, Two was better than the first one? Mm -hmm. Mechanically, maybe. I prefer, well, yeah, like I said, Demon Souls. Oh my oh, god, yeah, there's gonna be a fight! It's happening again. Fight, fight, <laughs> fight, fight. But I get it. I get if people started at Dark it makes sense that that was special to them. Demon Souls was where I started, and that was special to me. I just think it, a lot of what that was about is in Sekiro. In terms of how you go about progressing and moving around stuff, and like, I know it's a very different game at this point, but yeah, just but one thing that From has done in this game that they've, in my opinion, never really done to this length before is give a level of intimacy to the characters you fight. Hmm. Like, I, I walked up to somebody, and I was able to ear, eavesdrop, and he was talking about his dead horse, and he, I happened to grieve for his dead horse, and I thought, mm. I have to kill this guy. I've never had a moment like that in a From Software game. I've never regretted killing somebody in From Software. I've always, been felt, I've always felt liberated when I kill somebody. I've never felt regret. Well, and you don't I have to kill him. You could just walk past him. But souls. And he... So I, I got to kill him then. Ultimately, because I knew he was going to attack me. This is a From Software game. This is a game that I'm going to suffer if I don't running. take everything. You could have just no. kept running. Not in an <laughs> area full of bastards. Nope. So, Wait, why were you in Scarborough? <laughs> you weren't playing Bloodborne. There are consequences for leaving them behind, because they would come up and catch up and catch me off. Oh, yeah. There, there's a consequence to it. I still felt regret. And then there was a similar thing where I, when I killed the, the horseman, the horse came over and looked down at it in sort of like a, 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 a somber morning moment before they both disappeared. And I thought, well, shit, what did I just do? You stabbed him. And I, like, I, oh, I love that. I love that they're doing those kind of things. That needs to be the status quo now. Yeah. Even when that guy turns up, it's like, before you even see him, you hear him shout over the battlefield. Like just declare his name and tell him he's basically here to fuck you up. And it's just like, brilliant. Love it. The, the drama of it is just... Mm. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet candy. Bam. <laughs> Man, I just ate all my chocolate, so I have none. You can have all my chocolate. Yay. I'll eat the peanut butter, you eat the chocolate. Yay. <laughs> That's not dangerous at all. Uh, anything else, Tim or Neil, that you've been playing? Mm. Well, Tim, Tim is the one on. So. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, but yay! That's not a lot on this podcast. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I may be talking about that on a different future. <gasps> yeah, not, yay! Uh, yes, but not, not this podcast. Oh. No, 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 this <laughs> well, all, right, all right, then, Neil, what about you? Besides Sekiro, what are you even playing? Sure. Well, I'm, don't worry, I'm not going to go for the last few months of games. But, yeah, happy. So, even though it's actually quite few, if I use recent standards. Um, um, in the last week or so, so few. Um, played a bit of WWE 2K19. Yay. Which is. Every year they manage to make something better about Korean mode and then also make something worse. It's the monkey paw thing, you know, the constantly the back. It was like, it's more more of a personal story and, you know, you have a voice character and they do all these goofy things, but it's also just the difficulties. You know, you know what has helped me the most? Sekiro, right? Oh, we're back of... on it again. What? what? Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, but... The whole parrying system in that, I wouldn't be able to be half as good as I am at that if it wasn't for the absolute shite reversal system from WWE 2K19. Because it's so inaccurate and so minute a window you have to reverse things in that game. By comparison, Sekiro is like a Fisher-Price toy. It's just telling you when to press the button. It's just fine. It was just, oh man, I couldn't have played a better game to prepare me. I really couldn't have. Wow. It just, and it's just so unfair at times that you just think you're doing fine and everything's fine. You've beaten the shit out of a guy for an entire fight. Oh, but it's fine. You can't reverse it. You don't reverse that. You don't reverse that. He's pinned you, even though you were doing better. End of fight. And it doesn't feel organic that it's game over if you don't win a fight in a WWE game. You know, it's like, it shouldn't be game over. It should be the storyline branches off in a certain way because people win and lose, but it doesn't mean they get fucking fired the second they lose. It doesn't. It's, yeah, it frustrates me because it could be so much better. That. By the way, Neil, why are you here talking about wrestling? I really want to do a wrestling podcast again because it's been so long. Well, well, I was going to suggest this to you actually after we finish this one. WrestleMania is only a couple of weeks away, Ooh. so... Good time to do it, if any. Just lots of matches. Would you we'll like to do, to do a, a crossover? Without a shadow of a doubt. Would you like yes. to build um, God, what else have I been playing? It was, it just, it, it's been so long since I was last on. It's been a while since I could. Yeah, well, because I, I tried a couple of times, and it's not quite worked out, because I got to a certain point and gone, eh, bored now. Like that. But this time, play it through. Fuck what? me, that game is still very, very good. Very, what very game? good. It is just... Uh, you, you really do have to play it through each time to appreciate why it's so good. I can see why if you don't finish it to a certain point, you'd be like, yeah, I don't see what the fuss is about. But yeah, it, it's... Because it's so uh, influenced by film, I think that's where it suffers. It's like there are a lot of people out there who play games and go, 
Man, I'm gonna have to edit these out because they happen so much. Yeah. <laughs> huh? It happened back. again. Am I out? Am I in? Am I out? You're in. Ah, that's what she said. Tim is out, but you're can you in. Hear me? Huh? I don't know if you can hear us. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Is it me you're looking for? Yes, yeah, song. I can see it in your eyes. That's song. Yes, yeah, good song. You're a good song. Are you? Ben, what have you been playing? <laughs> um. Well, man, I've been playing um, One Piece World Seeker for PSU at PSU.com. Go check out the review live now. Thanks to all the magical editors. Thank you, Gary and Tim. You have ways that make stuff look readable. You're wizards. Yeah, thank Tim. I didn't really do much of the editing. Look, you're both magical editors, so... Yay! Um, apart from that fancy 14. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the the patch is on Tuesday. I want to get ready. It's the last story patch for the expansion. So. Well, that's Tuesday? Shit, I'm not caught up. Well, you've got a while until the actual expansion comes out, Tim. I know, but still, though. So, yeah, this Tuesday, the last patch comes out. Well, the last story patch. There is one more patch after this, but it's just bug fixes. Um, uh, April 16th is the Pharmacy 14. Cross event with 15. You've got till May 29th to do it, and um, you have to beat the main story quest to actually get into the event. So, oh shit, I'm talking the original main story, by the way, 2.0. Not oh, I'm done expansions. with that by like a million years. Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, because there was the live letter recently. So, you can go check out Phoenix Down Radio, work to game. Well, we'll go around later this week to find out my opinions on that because I'll have them everywhere else. I like your opinion. So. Yay! All right, uh, you back now? I I am. Yeah, I was. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, like I said, every time I cut out, you your voice is cut out, so yeah. I don't hear you interrupting me to say I'm not there. So, <laughs> so, That's our favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what game were you talking about? I don't. Know, I don't know when you lost me. So. You were talking about <laughs> like, World, well, uh, you... after 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 WWE. What game was? Yeah, you said I, I, you tried it a while back and it didn't work, but you went back to it and you oh, finally got right. through. Okay, <laughs> so you were talking about World we, War, but no. we got everything after it, but we didn't get the name of the game. Oh, so it, we're like, what game is it? Oh, do you want to guess? <laughs> yeah, um, um, he hasn't finished Sekiro. I promise you. Spyro the um, Dragon. I'm close. I'm close. Resident Evil uh, 2? Crash Bandicoot? No, it was The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Kelowna. Okay. So you didn't like The Last of Us? Oh, no, no, I did. I loved it the first time I played it. But when I tried to replay it... Oh, I it, see. It didn't work for me. And eventually, oh, I was I hoping I'd have a friend. And I got... <laughs> I, like I said, I think you have to get to a certain point in that game to really carry on through. Because it's so influenced by film... That it has that same aspect of a film where if you don't actually watch it, you don't get the full impact. Hashtag. Hmm. I'm trying to keep my points you know, punchy here now because yeah, I, case... I don't want to go on for ages and then miss half the points. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like We got all the points. We just didn't know oh, right. yeah. where the points were aiming. <laughs> yeah, we, we knew what they were. We just didn't know what it was about. So you had all the notes, but just not necessarily in the right order. Yeah. Yeah, like, like we Jeopardy. walked into a classroom. It, it, it was like talk. Jeopardy. We got the answer. We question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also, also I, I did this for God of War 3 as well. I, I did that for the first time. And 
You should have asked game. me. I've got so many copies of God of War 3, it's crazy. I think I've got like four copies. You just beat it? No. Like I said, my first replay. Oh. It's like, I... You play video games? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, we're supposed <laughs> to play video games? Crap. <laughs> I didn't know that. Re regrettably, I don't play as many as I used because I don't have to review Though I am now going from this with playing Sekiro for review to playing Outward for review, which is basically Dark Souls the RPG, and yeah, that, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> so, I've really always good. wanted to play that one. Oh, it's coming out next week, so it, it's something. You're something. No, you're I'm something. You're a towel. You're a towel. <laughs> All right. Well, where can people reach you guys, Ben? Wait, you you didn't say what you've been playing. Oh, uh, I guess I can talk about that. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been playing a little bit of Sekiro, which uh, these guys have. Um, Sekiro, Sekiro. Yeah, um, I've been playing Division 2, which I'm absolutely in love with. Um, and I just want to go back and play that, which is sad because I want to be enjoying Sekiro more than I am right now. Uh, to, um, in, in, in its defense, <laughs> you are a huge fan of Division, so it's like, it's not exactly fair. Uh, yeah, I guess I might be some of the few people who enjoy the so, um, But yes, I'm very much enjoying Division 2. Um, outside of that, I win and I platinum the Resident Evil 2 remake. Jelly. Which, to me, is still the best game I've played this year. Um, which is yeah. saying a lot, since Resident Evil 2 of the core Resident Evil games is my least favorite, but yet the remake now is my favorite Resident Evil game. Oh, yeah, uh, so my, my, opinion, remake. my opinion was controversial earlier, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah, okay. I, <laughs> that's not what? what? I, just, I just want to bring up the fact that he said that it's still a remake with Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare isn't a remake; it's a remaster. Get it um, right. It's basically a remake because they did it from the ground up. Yeah, they redid all the assets and they redid the they reused it, used the new engine. It, it's got the exact same story. It's got this, everything is the same about that game. What are you talking about? It doesn't mean it's not a remaster just because it's. I think they're I think you might be wound up a bit. Okay, this needs to be a conversation with on uh, Fort Jerks yelling. Yeah, it really doesn't need to be a conversation. There's a massive difference between a remake and a remake. There is. If you read Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare is a remaster. Nothing about that is a remake. But if you're remaking all the content because you lost original files, isn't that therefore a remake? That, then you're a dumbass. No, that's laziness. <laughs> but you're... Silent Hill, Silent Hill Two and Three on the PS3 isn't a remake. They lost assets to that. Well, yeah, because they just copied and pasted on a PS3 disc. Yeah, they, they did. To be uh, fair, they, they reworked re audio. <laughs> reworked? You mean <laughs> shat, shat upon? They still redid it, so that should qualify as a remake, right? Because right. they used something new. To clarify, there are three things: there are ports, there are remakes, and remasters. Yeah. Right. A port uh, is port, yeah. Yeah, port is exactly the same game. Not always exactly the same game as Silent Hill, or even so much, or even say Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, with the shitty MIDI music. Remaster, you know, upgrade the visuals and technical performance, and then remake. 
like uh, Resi 2, where it is plays out very differently to the original game. Yeah. In, not just in story, but also in mechanics and visuals and everything. Everything is different. So, yeah, it, it's easy to call them out. It's just the words are very interchangeable because people like certain buzzwords. That's all. Well, I'm going to call my future remasters of games twists. They're going to be called retwists. A spin. A You've made a spin on the game. Yeah. It's a twist and shake. Da, da, da. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. where can they reach you, man? Uh, remember, if you wanted to my for my uh, fat count mount or air of minions, tweet hashtag Chili's Little Stick to MGR underscore Chili. So, and I'd like to shout out to everyone that's listening, um, Susan Sprinkles, Klaus, uh, anyone that listens with their, uh, and Alfonso. Uh, and thank you, Neil, for joining us. Yeah. Very happy to be joining when I'm here. All right, Neil, shout outs. Where can they reach you? Better keep this short. Um, <laughs> um, if you could please follow Dead Pixels BD on, on Twitter, that would be wonderful. That is, of course, by the best video game and stuff. And you can follow me at Nesco on Twitter as well. And yeah, just come and see if you disgusting. But all your horror based video game news it's a fine place. We have lots of articles. That deal horror in all sorts of games, not just horror. We had one, we've had shit about Pokemon for Christ's sake. So there you go. We we cover all the bases. Oh, yes. And thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm. Well, Tim? I shout out to you guys. Listen to my shit all day. Neil, thanks for coming. It's been like a billion, practically. Yeah. Like I said, uh, when, I, when you can hear me, it's been Womp. Or not. I don't know. One of the ways is great. Thanks, Discord. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait for the 21st when Fonzie's back. That'll be awesome. Shout out to Fonzie. And then listeners, of course, you guys are like, you guys and gals are like the very best of everything ever. And where can they reach you? My home. <laughs> Through uh, the window. Basically anywhere on social media at uh, Timberelli. He has the Instagrams, he has the Twitters, he has the, the snappy chats, probably. Yeah, that's also a thing. And the face, face of the books. Alrighty, you can reach me at G-G-O-A-U-S-H, whatever social media there is, if I'm on it. Uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, Neil, thanks for being on. It's been a long time. I enjoyed hearing you monologue through without <laughs> not knowing that anybody is listening to you or <laughs> headset problems. I just go with that. It's that fun. Hard. Oh. Yes. Um, though I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing you intricately talk about this. It's always fun. Um, shout out to Fonzie. Hope to see you soon, very soon. I'm excited for your return. Shout out to Chris. Hope you do come back as well soon. Miss you. Um, yeah. And listeners, of course. Thanks for listening. I want to shout out to the fact that we're about to reach 2.7 million downloads. Holy. At the end of the month, we should reach 2.7 million. That's more than four. Yeah. <laughs> 2.7 million. So thank you to everyone that's downloaded this. You are angels. So until next week, where I'll host, I promise. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Ta-ra. From, to oh. me, to you. Oh, no. You know what I should say? What? Tatty Pie. Oh, shit. It's been like a billion. <laughs>